this is the I'm Neville podcast. Today is Monday, May 1st, 2023. This is a film and television podcast where we talk about our films and television. My name is Caleb Chase. What up? What's good, bro? How y'all doing, world? Not shit. We're doing good. Uh, this week, we got Gardens of the Galaxy 3 coming out. We're going to give our preview yeah. for that movie. Then on Thursday, we're going to rank our favorite Guardians characters. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Chase, let's switch, let's start off with DC. You know, Flash trailer came out last week. Michael Keaton, you know, this seems like a Michael Keaton movie to me. Uh, I really enjoyed this trailer, though. You know, seeing Michael Keaton, Michael Shannon's back as Zod, you know, Supergirl. I'm, I'm really excited for this movie. Uh, what would you think of this uh, official trailer? It looks good, man. I was glad to see Zod back. Like, as much as people want to watch shit on Man of Steel, I thought he was a very good villain. And I was excited to see where that Man of Steel world would have went. But, yeah, we got a lot of players. Shit, we're going to see Kid Flash. Well, Flash as a kid. I don't know if that kid's going to be, like, doing any superheroic shit. But got him. Looks like we got two Batmans. Is that Batfleck in there, too, I saw? And a Supergirl. So, like, it's going to be a lot uh very action-packed, and I'm hoping the story matches. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I think it was smart of them to make this uh, Michael Keaton movie, you know, with all the controversy surrounding Ezra Miller, you know, getting Michael Keaton to come back, and it seems like he has a huge role in this movie, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Chase, that's less than two months away, coming up in uh, June. Also in June, we got Across the Spider-Verse coming out. You know, we, we're being you're both excited for that movie. Me and you are both excited for that movie. We've talked about that a lot. Uh, Hell yeah. You know, those movies are kind of going to be battling each other for, you know, the box office and just, you know, the top superhero movie of the summer going, you know, like, what do you think is going to be the overall bigger movie between the two, between The Flash and Across the Spider-Verse? I mean, I love The Flash as a hero, but I'm sorry. I'm expecting Across the Spider-Verse to blow them out the water. Like, I feel like Flash will still have a good, like, opening weekend and will still do well at box office, but, like, Spider-Verse might be... I wouldn't be surprised if they got close to that Billy conversation. As popular as Spider-Man has been over the last couple of years with the various different versions, and as popular as the first one was, I just... I feel like it's got way more momentum going into this than, like a pushback DC film where the star is also like kind of on bullshit right now in the world. So I don't even know. I doubt it'll be a big like boycott for uh, Ezra Miller because his shit seems so distant now, but you never know, man. Like he was also doing some very pop shit. So I would not be surprised if people were on that. So yeah, I think uh, across the spider verse will definitely be the movie that gets uh the most loved this summer yeah um i agree when it comes to just like the movie in general like i just think it's going to be a better movie but money wise i do think the that flash is, yeah I, I just think i do think it's going to be a better movie you know and it's and it's also easier for like animated movies to have these kind of impacts uh when it comes to superhero stuff but uh, I, I i do think the flash is going to make more money just because you know like mm. like the word of mouth aspect of it like like you like, okay. like there are people at CinemaCon right now that already seen the Flash. People are already talking mm-hmm. about it. 
saying it's this amazing movie. I mean, you know, like you had guys like Tom Cruise saying that, you know, he already seen the movie and he thought it was one of the best movies ever. You know, all these people at DC have been saying, you know, this is the best DC movie since the Dark Knight. So, you know, I mean, I don't know if it is or not. You know, I don't know. I can't wait to see it. But and also, I think I think the Michael Keaton effect is going to affect the box office. Like you're going to have people from previous generations going to want to see this movie because of that. Like 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 the original bat the original Batman came out over 30 years ago, you know, before I was even born. And, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of people that are, you know, huge into Michael Keaton. So with him coming back, you know, that's going to draw some interest from it. But like I said, I think I think Across the Spider-Verse will be a better movie, but I do think The Flash is going to make more money. Okay. <clears throat> All right. You know, moving on, you know, it's been exactly five years ago today that, you know, Avengers Infinity War came out. A couple of days ago, it was four years since Endgame came out. Chase, those were very high points. Of the, they were the highest points of the MCU. I wasn't watching the MCU at that point in time, but I was hearing about oh, that man. stuff. And obviously... You missed obviously, an era. Yeah, for sure. But, like, do you think the MCU can get back to that point, or do you think they're way past it? They can't get back there. Man, it's tough. Like, I don't know if they can recapture that same spark, that same essence, especially with, like, the Jonathan Major shit going on. I feel like Kang would have worked very well towards them doing that again. And, like, now that's kind of up in the air. But, um... Depending on how Guardians goes, I feel like shit, that'll get people back in seats more so than Ant-Man did and like inspire a little bit more hope going forward. You know, I expect it to uh, be a very quality film and end their story on a high note. So, um, yeah, hopefully that'll be a nice uh, launching pad into the future realms. Yeah, man, I think they can get back to that. And I think they will. Like people need to realize, like before the MCU started, a lot of the characters in the MCU, people did not care about, you know, yeah. and, I, and, and, and I can confidently say that because I was around, you know, me and you, we were, we were, you know, me and you we were around, we were reading comic books and watching this stuff. And like some of these characters just didn't matter. Like nobody cared about Captain America or Thor or Iron Man before mm-hmm. the MCU. Like I say this all the time, like, before the MCU, the only Marvel characters that really mattered were Spider-Man, X-Men, and the Fantastic Four. Nobody else. Nah, really. literally. And, and you could probably throw the Hulk in there, too. But outside of that, like, oh, when, yeah. it comes, when it comes to Marvel, like none of these characters mattered. And guess who's coming? Right, they would Fan- get a cameo on like the Spider-Man cartoon, but like yeah. you're yeah. not getting backstory on Iron Man for that. Yeah, and like, <laughs> like, and like, guess who the MCU still hasn't introduced yet? Fantastic Four and X-Men. When they come, like the hype, the hype is gonna, it's gonna be back. You know, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Fantastic Four, we're gonna see them in this fat in phase five. And I mean, X-Men, who knows when they'll exactly come in, but we've already heard rumblings about, you know, mutants. And I mean, we're gonna see Wolverine right in three. So, you know, yeah, just give it time. It's gonna get back there, but not just the movies though, like they really gotta get that consistency back. You know, like I was looking this up earlier, like between like the build up to Infinity War, it had to have been crazy because of what was coming out before that. Like from 2014, yeah. from 2014 up until Infinity War, these were the these these were the movies the MCU dropped. Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, 
Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther. Like, dude, that's where the MCU made its living right there. Those are all, yeah. I won't say all, you know, you, we can argue about uh, Age of Ultron, but, you know, most of those are like mm-hmm. A, A movies. And like, that's what I'm made the say, There's up. not too many misses, if any, in that run. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not the biggest fan of Guardians 2, but it's not a bad movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, like they were on a run, and like they were, and, and like they were able to introduce characters that people really didn't care about, like the Guardians and Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. Like those aren't regular characters that people you would care about prior to them being introduced, and it worked. Yeah. So they got to get back to that consistency level, and then yes, they can get back to the Infinity War and Endgame because guess what? There's ten year old kids right now. Who probably loved Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania? Who probably loved mm-hmm. Thor: Love and Thunder? Who probably loved, you know, Miss Marvel and Moon Knight and Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness? Like, yeah, you know, like you know, like we kid Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like me and you, we might not be crazy about this stuff, but there's a generation of kids that are like in love with this stuff right now, and as they get older, they're gonna keep liking it. So it'll get back there eventually. It's 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 just gonna take time. No, that's actually a really good point. Like. I feel like uh, us as comic book fans or whatever, that we reach the age where we're just like older and don't get it as much. Because, yeah, a lot of the shit is a little bit more kiddish. But like, think about the main audience, like these niggas trying to sell toys, like make cartoons and shit. So, yeah, it's not always going to be like there's going to be it's corny or like kiddish moments in some of these movies. And people want to give them flack for it, but it's like, remember who like the true audience is. Like, yes, it's for us to get nostalgic and like see some of our faves from the comic books, but also we try to get these toys off. We trying to have uh, shows at Universal or Disneyland, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, moving on. Let's get into this Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 preview. You know, that movie's coming out this week. You know, Chase, I know you're a big fan of the Guardians overall, but, like, like the Guardians is like a whole, is a family, is a team. Like, what do they mean to you? Bro, they're a bunch of outcasts, misfits. Like, on their own, like, none of them are really that goaded or, like, that crazy. They all do bring something to the table. And they're all, like, unique characters in their own way. But, like, yeah, you bring them together, and it's just magic, man. Whether it's from, like, a comedy interaction standpoint, the chemistry they have, like, when fighting, like, they've always got each other's back. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses. It's, they're literally like a poor man's Avengers, you know? Like... So they have been one of my favorite additions of the MCU. I really didn't know how they were coming like before, like they had movies, but I'm glad uh, Marvel took that route because like you were saying earlier, no one cared about these niggas and no one really cared about these niggas compared to like a Thor or a Captain America. So like for them to be as big of a hit as they have been. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy, man. Like they're they're just they're just a big family, and like they, you know, 
they legit like all fuck with each other and love each other. Like you said, they're like a poor man's Avengers, but like you think about it, the Avengers, the MCU don't really even like each other like that. <laughs> you know, like every every movie yeah. Captain America, no, Iron right. Man or every movie Captain America and Iron Man are fighting, you know, freaking Black Widow and Hulk. They don't they don't know if they want to be together or not. You know, Hulk's freaking mm-hmm. running off without her and all this stuff. Uh the Guardians, bro, like it, they just all legit fuck with each other. You know, I mean, obviously when yeah, they first locked each- in, bro. Yeah, like when they first met each other, it wasn't that you know it wasn't that great because they didn't know each other. But you know, I I don't know. I just Bro, I by just the end of the movie, like dog, that's one of the most beautiful scenes in Marvel. Like when Groot sacrifices himself and they got like the little lantern plants going and shit. Like oh my god, bro. Yeah, the Guardians they're like the MCU version of like Ted Lasso for me. You know, because like Ted Lasso mm-hmm. is just a show that like gets me in a good mood and gets me feeling. Yeah. Like, just feeling optimistic about life and you know like the guardians you know it's 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 funny it's all it's all it's not all jokes but you know it, it's funny you know and I, I like the way they all fuck with each other and like peter quill being the leader like it works it works yeah now i was gonna say like they're one of like they're probably the first like marvel movie that actually like could have been called a comedy all the ones prior to it had its jokes or its funny moments, you know, but like Guardians front to back is just, it's funny. It's a good time, you know, like the jokes, the interactions, just how they all initially meet each other, man. Yeah. Like these are, these are all characters. They all have their own individual stories, but like, who do you think's had like the biggest like character arc out of all of them between the time where they're introduced up till now? Shit. I mean, I want to say Quill, but like, I also feel like they haven't gone anywhere with his, you know, like we did eventually get to see his dad and like to find out he was this celestial, like, that was dope. I wish they would have uh, let him keep that power around because, like, bro, that takes him to a different level. Like, him being the leader right now is, like, that's, like, a running joke whenever someone tougher comes around because, like, he is who he is, but, like, he's still dope as a leader. But if he's walking around doing shit that he was doing in two, but just, like, casually, yeah, nah. Fucking Endgame and shit goes down a lot differently than it did. But um, outside of him, I'm going to say the Thanos sisters, man. Like, Gamora coming back around, like, she's still adding to her story. But, like, everything Nebula's been through, like, with the Avengers and shit, like, I never expected her character arc to go the direction it did. And... I'm glad that it did happen because she's been a wonderful addition to the team. Like just being the, in anime, they call it a tsundere. Like when you have a a female character who's like, she wants friends, she wants to like you, but she's also like an asshole to everyone around her. And that's her, bro. Like to a T, like it was funny to see that in the MCU. So I'm, Curious to see how her and Gamora are going to be interacting in this third one. 
Yeah, mine for me is Gamora. Um, like from the first time mm-hmm. we see her in, in the first Guardians, like you know, she's pretty much just a trained assassin. You know that you know that Thanos has out there looking mm-hmm. for the stones, and like from that point to where we see her in Infinity War, where she's literally sacrificing, try, well, trying to sacrifice herself. You know, she tried, but Thanos hit her with the yeah. balloons instead. You know, she tried. You know, yeah. but like. Because at first she came off as just, you know, selfish, you know, trying to do whatever she's got to do. And to the point where I'm going to collect bounty and get the fuck on. Yeah. To to the, you know, to the point in Infinity War where she's pretty much like, you know, opening up to the world, you know, telling them, you know, what type of person Thanos is, you know, and telling Quill, like, hey, you know, if this shit doesn't go right, I want you to kill me. Like, I wouldn't have expected that from her going back to Gardens 1. And then also her relationship with Nebula. Like, cause in the first Guardians, like you know, like they were trying to fucking kill each other, mm-hmm. you know. And then we, and then we, and then we get to Infinity War, where you know, where you know, where Thanos has got Nebula's parts all spread out, and you know, Gamora's yeah. like, man, no, that shit, was I can't, fucked, I can't, bro. I can't, I Thanos is that nigga, bro. He is that nigga. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, up to, up until the point where you know, Gamora's like, fuck it, I'll tell you where the Soul Stone is. Just let my sister go. Like she wouldn't have did that before. So I really and if you think about it, like mm-hmm. if any if what really is a Gamora origin story, you know, it's it's kind of it's yeah. kind of crazy to think about, but it is. You know, I don't really know where her character is going to go now with you know the whole her dying and then the 2014 Gamora coming back or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but um. Yeah, she's definitely had a crazy arc, you know, and I, I enjoy I enjoy I enjoy Gamora. Nah, same here. Like, I'm glad they were able to bring her back around because bro, that hurt my soul <laughs> when she died in uh Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, that hurt. It really hurt. Um, what are your what are your expectations going into this movie, number three? Shit. I'm thinking this will be a nice way to uh tie a neat little bow on all of their story arcs but there will also be a continuation i don't believe this will be the end of guardians as i said in the previous pod but um yeah i feel like it's gonna be rocket's origin story and we're gonna get a little bit more information about how he came across Groot, and um it's guardians so we're gonna have some action packed scenes and we're gonna have some very funny moments we're gonna have a quality soundtrack because they really don't miss when it comes to the music yeah uh i'm expecting this to be the most serious guardians movie but it's all it's obviously gonna have it's you know typical james gunn type vibe to it yeah uh yeah but I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what the plot or the story is. Usually at this point in time, we usually know what these movies are going to be about. This one, I really have no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, we obviously know something. We obviously know something's going to go down with Rocket or whatever. You know, yeah. I don't really know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really looking forward to it, though. You know, with it being James Gunn last Marvel thing, like I'm curious to see how this shit goes. You know, like the villain of the movie is, you know, the high evolutionary I don't, I don't really know much about him, but based off the tra- based off the trailers, it kind of seems like you know he he created Rocket or whatever. And I mean, I don't really know what happens to Rocket in this movie, but it seems like he's gonna have something to do with that. Uh, this yeah. doesn't really this doesn't this doesn't really seem like the type of villain that's gonna be around for a while. It kind of seems like a one off. You know, I, I can't. Oh yeah. Remember. 
I, 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 I don't know how to pronounce the actor's name, the the the, uh, the brother that's playing High Evolutionary, but uh, I'm really looking forward to see you know what he brings to it. Uh, you got any you got any expectations for the villain in this movie? Uh, I feel like there's definitely gonna be like a little faint of um because I'm blanking on his name. What's the uh, the gold people? The celestial beings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be on dirt, but I feel like um their hero, Adam Warlock, I, I see him like end up being a friend of me or like a friend in some fashion and helping them take on what is actually the real villain. So it's the smartest way to get the most out of your safe. Well, yeah. If you need a being like that to beat you, I'm guessing the brothers are gonna be pretty uh coming pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. And then also, you know, certain character arcs, you know, like last time we seen the Guardians was a holiday special, you know, uh Drax and Drax and Mantis were heavily involved. They're gonna be more involved in this movie. Kinda kinda seems that way, but uh yeah, as far, as far as the characters go, I'm really curious to see that. You know, Nebula. I don't really, I don't really know where her character goes from here. Uh, I'm excited to see yeah. what kind of role she. And then also, like, also like, you know, like Groot. You know, like obviously he doesn't, he doesn't. Obviously, he doesn't say much, but you know, Groot's always a fun character to have in there. You know, I'm curious to see, Definitely. you know, what, what kind of role he plays in this movie. Mm-hmm. Man, he's grown a little bit, so it's not quite teenage group he's young adult group now i think so like i'm wondering what his uh his tone's gonna be Yo, just out of curiosity what's your favorite group mine is a teenage group from infinity war but what's yours i'd say og group like i i just didn't know what to expect like we have a giant tree person he says three words and he still gets his point across somehow <laughs> like yeah, but yeah. also, um, uh, baby group, baby group was still his uh little shenanigans with uh Yandu trying to get them released and shit from the second one. Hilarious, bro. Yeah, shout out to Vin Diesel. <laughs> shout out to Vin Diesel. Um, he's checking Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, him and him and him and Bradley Cooper, man, they're doing their thing with the voice acting. Oh hell yeah. They're doing the thing with the voice acting. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be James Gunn's last movie with the MCU. You know, he's been one of the better directors for the MCU. You know, he he brought in the Guardians and he, and, he, and he really started a trend of you know these movies going the more less serious tone. You know, a lot of people want to credit Taika Waititi for that for Ragnarok, but I honestly think it started with James Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um hell yeah. Okay, it's just looking at everything in the MCU overall, like where does he rank for you as far as like MCU directors? Shit, he's definitely up there. I don't know if I'd say he's the best, because shit, we we got some big names up there, like Kevin uh Bailly or whatever. Shit. Um Sam Raimi, hell. But nah, he definitely left his mark with Guardians. And I feel like it will. Like like I said, Guardians will continue, but I'm wondering if they'll like still be able to capture like his essence with like the jokes and the storytelling. Yeah, yeah, 
don't know. They're going to reshuffle the deck. We know like all of them are coming back, or at least we're predicting. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see like if there is a volume four, no matter who's going to be in that shit. Yeah. Is it going to be, is the humor hitting the same? Yeah, I think um, I would have, he's in my top three, but I got to give the Russo brothers number one. You know, mm-hmm. you go from Winter Soldier to Civil War to Infinity War to Endgame. Like, how do you, how do yeah. you top, how do you top that as like a director? Like, that's, that's insane. You know, um, nah, that's a crazy run. Yeah. And then after that, you know, I think James Gunn, he's in competition with uh, Ryan Coogler, you know, Black Panther movies. Mm-hmm. You know, Ryan Coogler needs his respect for those. But yeah, I mean, James Gunn is right there, you know, and he's he's going to be heavily missed from the MCU when he's gone. You know, it's kind of, you know, I mean, James Gunn is going to DC do his thing, but, you know, the MCU, it won't be the same when James Gunn is gone. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, you know. Last question, Chase. When do you think we're going to see any of the Guardians again? You know, um, we don't know if there's going to be a fourth movie, but when do you think we see any of these people again? So whoever is remaining, like, among them that's still going to be, like, traveling and adventuring, like, the galaxy, I'm guessing, like, we'll be seeing some more of them here in Phase 5. I'm not sure where exactly, but I feel like they will have their little cameos and moments before we get into Kang Wars. Yeah, dude, I have no idea when we're going to see any of them again. You know, um, yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I mean, I know Deadpool 3, they're going to be doing a lot of stuff with going back in time. So maybe Deadpool 3, somebody could show up maybe. But mm. if it's not there, I I really don't think it's going to be until like, you know, Secret Wars. Yeah, uh, it could be uh, another year or two, but shit, who knows? Yeah, it might be a while because I mean, we we did just see them in Thor: Love and Thunder, so who knows? It might it might be a while before we see them again. Yeah, but yeah, that's all we got for today. Uh, on Thursday, we're gonna rank our top three favorite Guardians. I look forward to that. You know, Chase, he's a weirdo, so he's probably going to pick some odd characters. Uh, But, yeah, we'll uh, see you guys on Thursday for Top 3 Thursday. Later, world.